everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ethan's Thoughts. I am back from the honeymoon. And we are here with another episode of Ethan's Thoughts today. So glad you guys are tuning in. Hope you guys are having an outstanding day. So the day this episode drops, tonight of that day, I will be going to see the world premiere, or not world premiere, I guess, just the opening premiere for all the regular people, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, if you've paid attention to a few things here, or maybe you've heard about my favorite song, I think when I did the favorite songs, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is one of my favorite movies. I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the character of Miles Morales. I loved the music. It was all just amazing, and I loved every second of it. Tonight, Thursday, June 1st, I have tickets to see the opening premiere of the sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales, so I'm so pumped. So, since it's Spider-Man themed of my day, I've decided to do an episode about Spider-Man, where I'm going to rank my favorite Spider-Man movies. My favorite Spider-Man movies. I'm going to rank them. From best to worst, in my opinion. So remember, this is just my opinion, which means everything I say is 100% fact. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. If you do, make sure to follow the podcast. Give it a rating. Share with a friend. But without further ado, let's go and rank my favorite Spider-Man movies. All right, here we go. So... Of all, we're not going to count Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I'll have to make an updated list at some point when seeing this movie, which kind of is the reason you make these episodes now, so you can make two episodes of this. But I've heard this movie is going to be amazing, so I'm probably going to put it number one after I see it. So just imagine what I'm about to say. Everything shifted down. So we're gonna. there's nine Spider-Man movies. We're going to start number nine, and I'm going to go up from my least favorite to my favorite. So, my least favorite, starting at number nine. Now, remember, this is opinionated. This doesn't even mean which one I think is the best overall movie, best script, acting, story, whatever. That's not what I'm looking for. Just did I like it or not? Did I connect with it? Number nine is Spider-Man 2. That's a hot topic, I know. Many people love Spider-Man 2. The original Spider-Man 2, I mean, with Tobey Maguire. One where Doc Ock is the villain. Yep, I got that at number nine. I know. What are you doing? That's a, one of the best ever. Maybe. I didn't really care for it. It's a very forgettable movie for me. I don't even remember watching it as much. And so, it's number nine. It's not the best. The thing that I, the only thing that gets me, though, about the original Spider-Man like trilogy, which you guys are going to get a good feel about is I really just don't. I like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and that's pretty much it. I like some of the villains. I can't stand MJ. I can't stand MJ. So, yo, what's up? I got that one. Number nine. And number eight. At number eight, we have The Amazing Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
Now, I'm going to say something about this movie and about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man real quick. I have been saying this for the record. I have a wife now who I've known for many, many years who can back this up. She heard me say this before the second Tom Holland Spider-Man movie even came out. Andrew Garfield is one of the most underrated Spider-Man. I know there's only like three or four. But he was his movies got dogged on, horrible. That's because th they gave up on him. All right. If you've ever seen the true deleted scene of the amazing Spider-Man 2 at the end, I've only seen it one time, baby. I've only seen it one time on YouTube, and I've never been able to find it again. Spoilers ahead for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Peter's standing there. His dad walks up. Yo, I'm alive. I'm here. What? You can find that clip, but the true deleted scene. They go to this subway cart that Peter's dad was hiding in all these years. They go to this subway cart, and he's showing them all this stuff. He's like, what, you, what is all this? He says, I've been working on a secret project. That's one of the reasons I had to go away. To protect you. I've been working on a secret project. And he and Peter says, What project? And he throws down the paper and he goes, The Avengers Initiative. I'm like, Oh! Tell me that's not awesome. They were going to make Andrew Garfield Spider Man, the MCU Spider Man, and a few things just went wrong. But I like Gwen way more than I like MJ. Way more than I like MJ. So, yeah, I was very, very glad to see him again in Spider Man No Way Home. But those are all the deleted scenes that I think made the movie even better. And they brought in, they brought in the MJ in their universe, who I thought was going to be great cut her out because they were not going to be able to make an Amazing Spider-Man 3. She was going to be in Amazing Spider-Man 3. So with all the changes of having to move off of him as Spider-Man, that's kind of what hurt the movie. But the movie would have been amazing if they could have kept the vision that they originally had. So that's why it's not last place. But Amazing Spider-Man 2, number 8. Number 7, Spider-Man 3. Now, Spider-Man 3... Toby Maguire's Spider-Man 3 has some of the best villain style. You know what I mean? Like having Venom be there. I thought that was really, really cool. Having Venom and the symbiote, or the symbiote suit, Spider-Man, the black suit. That's cool. Now that is cool. Some of it was really cheesy though. Everybody remembers Bully Maguire's dance coming out of that room just doing that little, yo, what's up? I'm dancing. I'm a bully. I'm cool. That, kind of, that was kind of cheesy to me. And apparently that movie suffered the same fate as The Amazing Spider-Man 2 in terms of there was a lot of other things that should have happened and were going to happen because he, Tobey Maguire was really planning on making a Spider-Man 4 and then they wanted to reboot Spider-Man. So, you know, RIP the movies that were canceled before they were even done. You know what I mean? Because we could have had a, pretty better, a lot better Spider-Man 3 and a lot better Amazing Spider-Man 2. But Spider-Man Spider-Man 3, dude, is just kind of like all over the place for me. Like it was cool. 
but it's just all over the place. I mean, who's the bad guy? Is it Sandman? Is it the new Goblin? Is it Venom? I mean, we, you kind of answer who the core bad guy is by the end of the movie. But it's just like all over the place, you know? And it felt crowded to me. Had a lot going on. Number six. The six, my sixth favorite Spider-Man movie out of nine. Spider-Man Far From Home. And this has, this is the first Tom Holland Spider-Man. It's the second of his trilogy. And it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just not as good as the five above it. It's just not as good as the five above it. And there's really not much bad to say. I just don't like it as much as the five above it. That's pretty much pretty, that's pretty straight up because it's a pretty key movie. You know, it talks about Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Peter Parker after he lost Iron Man, how he's handling that transition, how he's handling being Spider-Man. And then his identity gets revealed, of course. I'm only saying all this because you guys should have seen this movie by now. Dad, come. But his identity gets revealed at the end, which has huge major implications for No Way Home. I mean, everything that happens in No Way Home is, you know... Like it started from what happened at the end of Far From Home. And so it's number six. There's no really negative reason it's number six. I just really liked the movies before. Number five is The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. This is Andrew Garfield's first movie. I thought this was a great first movie. You know, this is kind of like before they knew they were going to cancel the Spider-Man, make a new one. So a lot of things were in there as they should. I thought he was a good good Spider-Man, a good Peter Parker. I really liked him. And I really liked the suit in the first, that first Amazing Spider-Man, you know, where he has like the true sunglasses, eyelids, like eyes thing. Man, that's so cool. That's so cool. Like I said, I liked Gwen. I liked Gwen in the Amazing Spider-Man series more than I liked Mary Jane in the original trilogy. Dad gum, I don't like her. But it was cool. I liked Lizard. I like how Lizard was the bad guy. Because like you don't always see that. I was kind of scared for a bit that they were going to you know, just repeat some of the same villains. That's the first trilogy. But no. No Doc Ock. Green Goblin kind of. Yeah, Green Goblin came in the second one. But that was the second one, not the first one. But I really liked The Amazing Spider-Man. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed it, and so that's why it's number five. Number four, as much hate as I gave Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, you know, putting the second one at nine and the third one. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I almost thought about switching the second one from bottom with number three, but it's been so long since I've seen number two. It would be wrong to Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Because I watched Spider-Man 3 a few months ago. So number four, for those who think I'm a Tobey Maguire hater, number four is Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. I just thought that was so cool. I remember the first time watching it because I was going to watch them in order. 
when I was younger. I remember watching and seeing him swing through this New York City. Dude, that was so awesome. And I love his suit, that that webbed-looking suit, the, like the, a thick outline. Dude, it's so cool. And I liked Green Goblin. Green Goblin, before he was in No Way Home, was my favorite villain of all those Spider th those three Spider-Man movies. And even in The Amazing Spider-Man, Green Goblin was my favorite. Like I just loved him over all those villains. And this is his movie. Like That's where he's fighting Spider-Man. And I like how he's like in and out of being a good guy, being a bad guy. He's the, I love the little twist to that. He's the dad of hey, Peter's best friend. It's like, dang, man. Don't you hate that? That kind of gave me homecoming vibes when Peter is fighting the vulture and he goes to pick up his date for the dance. And oh, man, it's the daughter of the bad guy. But Spider-Man was original. It was a classic. It was good. I liked it. I remember it, which is a key point. And that's why it's number four on this list. So we're entering our top three. Entering our top three. One of these is going to be kind of predictable, but that still doesn't. And I think, well, I'll get there when I get there. Number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. It's the first Tom Holland Spider-Man. I loved it. I just loved it so much. I mean, Tom Holland was first introduced to Spider-Man in Civil War when he came in to help fight. Beginning his own movie, it was like chill, you know, like Far From Home has a level of that, but then No Way Home, you can't deny it. It's kind of just all over. It's crazy. I mean, the multiverse, people coming from here and there, and even Far From Home, you know, he's international. Mysterio is this crazy magic illusion. A lot going on. Because even though it was, it was just an illusion, we didn't know that for a minute. We thought he was actually got powers or something. I don't know. But like Spider-Man Homecoming, bro, it's just chill. Like it's a that feels like a regular Spider-Man movie. You know, he's around New York City in his home of Queens. Is he from Queens or is Captain America from Queens? I think he's from Queens. But he's like around there. You know, you got Iron Man being the mentor. I love their relationship that they had, Iron Man and Spider-Man, Tony Stark and Peter Parker. You know, we had a villain that was a pretty decent, like, recognized villain. You know, Vulture, played by Michael Keaton. I thought it was a cool villain. Because, like, you understand. I I know sometimes we get sick and tired of villains where you can understand why they're bad. Like, almost have sympathy for them. Because a lot of people hate that. But it's also, like, because I do enjoy a good old-fashioned, I'm bad because I'm bad. You know what I mean? But you still also can appreciate the villains where you can relate. And, like, Vulture, you know, is a builder. And they took away his work, and the government was doing taking away his work, so he went and stole from them. And then it kind of snowballed from there. But, but, I was like, I can understand. But it was a really cool first movie. I really liked it. The good symbol, it symbolized, you know, Peter doesn't have to have his suit to be Spider-Man kind of moment. I really liked it. So Spider-Man Homecoming is number three. Number two is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I loved it. 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 Did I tell you that I loved it? It had an outstanding graphical thing. It was the first animated Spider-Man movie. Outstanding graphics. Outstanding visuals. It had a great story. Like It had a good story from beginning to end. And I loved it so much. I loved Miles Morales. I love Miles Morales. Not loved. I love Miles Morales. 
He's one of my, he's probably my favorite singular Spider-Man right now. And it's just amazing how cool he is. I love his suit. I loved playing him in the game. Like the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. I can't wait to see Spider-Man 2 come out this fall. And I'm going to buy it. But talking about the movie. Had a great soundtrack. A great villain. And like Kingpin. I love the twist of the Prowler being his uncle. I like the relationship with him and his dad. I'm a big sucker for father-son relationships in movies. And it's just super cool. Like It's one of the multiverse movies that makes sense to me. And so I loved it. I loved Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I cannot wait for the sequel, which comes out today. And that's why it's number two. So you kind of had to know I was gonna put what I was going to put number one. Now, before I say what's at number one, I think this movie had a little bit more hype like, I think it was a little bit overhyped. Like, I think it's not as good overall as we remember it. But you still can't deny the feeling that you had when you first watched it. And that movie is number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Over looking back, I don't think it's as, like, amazing of an overall movie as we remembered. But... Like I said, you cannot forget that moment when you saw all three Spider-Mans in one movie. How could this not be number one? Like we're over here ranking the Spider-Man movies. Well, why is number one not the one that has all of them in there? But it is because I put it there. And it did have an interesting story. Like it made sense. Sometimes this multiverse stuff, it just doesn't make sense to me. But this made sense. Because we saw what happened in Far From Home. Peter's identity is revealed. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He wants to go back on it. So he goes to his friend, Doctor Strange, who he met in Infinity War and Endgame. And he's like, I got to undo this. They do it. He messes up. In typical Peter Parker fashion, just a kid. And everything breaks loose. But it was a pretty cool story. You like to see some redemption in some of the characters. Some people didn't like that, though, because they're like, they should be the bad guys. But Doc Ock, who had one of the bigger moments of redemption, um, he also had his moment of like in his movie, even though I barely remember it, he was like on the edge of things. You know what I mean? Like he was being bad, but thought he was doing it for a good reason. So like you can sometimes sympathize with those people. But No Way Home was cool. Had really cool visuals. A really good song at the end. But dude, seeing all three of them together was like peak Spider-Man. Peak Spider-Man. It was awesome. So that is my list. At number nine, we have Spider-Man 2. Number eight, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Number seven, Spider-Man 3. Number six, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number five, The Amazing Spider-Man. Number four, Spider-Man. Number three, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number two, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. And projected... When the 10th Spider-Man movie comes out today, based on just what I've seen and heard, no spoilers. I haven't had any spoilers. So I'm just making letting you know I haven't been spoiled and I'm not spoiling if I did. I have a feeling that every movie on this list is going to shift down one and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will be number one by the end of the day. But let me know what you think about my Spider-Man list. I bet you it's controversial and I'm all right with that. I love controversy. 
But make sure to follow the podcast if you enjoyed the episode. Share it with a friend who you think needs to hear my controversial Spider-Man list. Rate the episode if you enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Ethan's Thoughts.